Hello, and thank you for tuning into this episode of Mastering Manifestation Reality Creation. Your host, Joshua Keen, offering you the tools, tips, tactics, strategies to ultimately design, create, and live the life you love. Today's episode, we're going to talk about harmony and why it's really important, and then what puts you out of sync from the intentions and desires that you'd like to manifest. And then what happens. If you manifest what you like and you don't have the emotional fulfillment that comes from it, we're going to dive into all that today. So, for those of you who are new listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. If you are someone who's been dabbling your toes in manifestation, attraction, or just the traditional way of getting things done and you feel stuck in certain areas of your life, feel free to go to my website, keaneperformancecoaching.com. Sign up for a complimentary discovery call. We can talk about it. And if it makes sense, you can do some live coaching with me after the fact. So that being said, let's have a conversation about harmony. For those of you who are curious, like what does harmony have to do with manifestation? Well, that's a great question. And I'm really glad that you, the theoretical listener, asked while I'm recording this. (laughs) So... Harmony, as it's defined, is the just adaptation of parts to each other in any system or combination of things or in things intended to form a connected whole. Such an agreement between the different parts of a design or composition as to produce unity of effect as in the harmony of the universe. That was quite verbose. So let me summarize that again. The just adaptation of parts to each other in any system or combination of things or in things intended to form a connected whole. So your life, the moment that you are witnessing life, that you call now, as you're witnessing it, it is whole and complete as it is. Now, life is always unfolding, right? So you could say that life is incomplete. However, the moment that you're in is as it is, right? The moment that you're presently aware of is as it is. Now, there's more to discover in that moment, for sure. But as far as your conscious awareness, it is as it is. So when we talk about harmony and manifestation, if you're manifesting something, it has to be in agreement, right? With the other things that are presently in your, call it sphere of consciousness, right? What's showing up for you. And if it's, right, if they are not adapted to each other, your manifestation in your environment, then one of them will win out, either your environment or your manifestation. Now, what often happens is sometimes people manifest what they desire and it doesn't last. And that would most likely be because it's not in harmony with their environment. And if their environment is stronger, more charged, or seemingly more permanent, As in, you know, for example, if you don't want to move from your house or your town or out of your apartment and you're trying to manifest desires that would have you go someplace else, well, you're sort of, there's an expression shooting yourself in the foot there. And, you know, I use that as an exaggeration, but you're sort of creating resistance because you got to get in harmony. So if your environment is out of harmony with what you're intending to manifest, then the chances of it manifesting go down. I wouldn't say chances go down dramatically. It just makes it 
it would require a lot of energy to make it happen. And what would likely happen before that is that you'd not want to give the energy to it to make it happen, right? It wouldn't come easily and it wouldn't feel fun anymore. And so you'd give up trying to make it happen because of the energy required to make it happen based on your current environment. Really hope you guys got that. <laughs> so harmony, right? Whatever is showing up for you in your present awareness is in total and perfect agreement with everything else that's showing up in your conscious awareness. What do I mean by total and perfect agreement? If it was not vibrationally in perfect harmony or agreement with everything else, it wouldn't show up. Right? If it was on a different frequency, it wouldn't show up in the frequency that you're perceiving because there would be a different one. An easy way to think about this from a neuroscientific perspective is selective listening. Probably all had experiences where you're there for a conversation. 90% of the words don't make it through to your brain. Someone says something, you're like, wait, what? What'd you say? Or someone says something and it's sort of counter to what you believe. And so your brain filtered it out of your conscious awareness. And it's a lot easier to observe this phenomena as a third party where you're watching two people argue. One person says this thing. The second person says, you never said that. And then they look at you as the third party observer and like, actually, yeah, they said that. However, the person didn't think that they said it because it wasn't in harmony with their reality. Right. So it fell outside of their awareness. So even though it was present in the space, it didn't show up for them. This is a great way to think about all of your intentions, because as soon as you intend something, it's present now. On some level of your being, it's present now. And the only thing that would keep it from revealing itself to you is whether or not you're in harmony with it. Right. And I say that because the only time you ever live is the moment we call now. Most people think of time as a linear phenomenon. It's actually a construct of man. We are eternal, as in free from time, <laughs> timeless. Uh, and I say construct of man. It's a construct of the, the human mind, the temporal time-space reality, right? Another way to look at this is to look at the phrase make time, literally, as in if everything exists now, so using the laws of physics, please forgive my hesitation there. There's a law in science, and you've probably heard it before, energy is neither created nor destroyed, it's simply transformed. Right. So what they're essentially saying there is all the energy in the universe already exists. It's just changing its form constantly all the time. Beautiful reinforcement of the principles of manifestation. Right. Vibrational universe, things are just changing form. So within that, the energy of what you are desiring to manifest already exists. And it already exists now. Isn't that wonderful? So then for it to reveal itself to you, it's just a matter of you getting into harmony with that being true for you. Uh, another way to examine this is if you've ever, oh God, this depends how old you are, right? <laughs> As a kid, if you ever had those like 
fake Kodak cameras where you hit the button on the side and the picture changed. It was like a it was like a toy camera and it had different scenes. Imagine that that's sort of like your awareness selecting realities. So all possible realities already exist because the energy of everything already exists, right? Since we're timeless beings, right? Everything already exists now. It's just can you tune into it, right? Can you flip the switch to get that reality to show up on the camera reel for you is a great way to talk about that. And so if you are, say, manifesting space travel and... 99% of your reality is very rooted in you living in a one apartment, one room apartment in New York City, you know, with certain amount of income and certain other circumstances. Well, that reality isn't really vibrationally in harmony with the majority of your being. So it will not show up for you outside of, say, dreams or imagination. Because that's as close as you can get to it right now, right? You haven't created the harmony for it to occur. Because first off, the physical world, we don't really have the capacity for space travel uh, for citizens yet. For the majority of citizens, if you're very wealthy, you can. Through SpaceX and Richard Branson's Virgin Galactic. However, if you're an average person, you're talking about space travel. The only way for you to do that is through consciousness currently, right? Imagination. And so if that's what you're seeking to manifest, get that it's going to take time for that to come into harmony with the rest of the physical environment of this planet. And then you could ask yourself, well, do I really want to spend the time manifesting that? And some of you say yes, right? And Elon Musk, that's kind of a yes for him. <laughs> Richard Branson, it's kind of a yes for him. Jeff Bezos, he wants to build a space station that's Maui on its worst, uh, Maui on its best day, year round, right? So, these people, they're working on it. So, all possibilities are available now, and all the energy that creates them is already available now. So, harmony is important. If you are out of harmony with what you intend, it, if even if it's in the space, you won't be aware of it. Uh, your brain will not, it won't pass the filters of the, the unconscious to conscious mind, if you will. And I say that, again, selective hearing is, is a part of that. There's essentially the science is there to say that people take in consciously or are consciously aware of about 12% of their current physical environment. Meaning 80% of the physical space around you is oblivious to you. <laughs> And so if you're saying, man, I I intend this thing and it felt great, and where is it? Well, probably in the 88%. And then your question might be, well, what would take for it to get into the 12%? And that's where, again, you got to get in the same frequency of it. How do you do that? Well, emotionally, it makes a difference. Now, I'll give you an example, because this is something that most people, it might be, quote, unquote, tripping them up, and they may not even be realizing it. So let's say that you created an intention to make $1,000 more a week than you currently do. And when you birthed that intention, it was coming from a place of insecurity because you didn't feel like you had enough money. And say certain things have happened where now you feel like you have plenty of money and you'd like to have that $1,000. So there's a couple of things that are resolving themselves. A, when you birth the intention, you birthed it with the emotion of insecurity potentially in that example, right? And so 
the emotion of happiness is actually out of harmony with that emotion of insecurity. So what's happening is you shifted your emotional state, which is great. Um, however, it's going to take time for that. The cooperative components, when you birth the desire, were coming at it from the angle of insecurity. So now you're calling upon a different set of cooperative components because you're approaching it from the space of happiness. Which is wonderful, by the way. It's just that could be the cause of your delay. And this is what most people do. They first start an intention because they're coming from a place of insecurity. And then as they get more skilled in manifesting, it becomes a different emotion. And the cooperative components change. And I say that because just to give you a quick example, within the first few months of my exposure to manifestation, I was able to successfully manifest a large sum of money. And I truly, it absolutely was manifestation, right? And however, when I made that request, it was sort of out of an attitude of, okay, prove it. I'll believe it when I see it and financial insecurity in some ways. It wasn't total financial insecurity, but it was definitely like feeling of not enoughness. And so when the money came, because it did, um, there's a couple things. A, I didn't trust it to stay because, again, I had birthed it with insecurity. And the mechanism through which I got it, which was the job I had at the time, which, again, there was a lot of circumstances that came together perfectly for me to make that amount of money, um, uh, that job, as soon as I got the the that big payday, uh, I essentially, I quit the job not long thereafter. And you could look at that and it was really easy to say, like, I didn't feel like I deserved the money. So I didn't stay in the environment that would have lent itself to getting more of that. And I didn't trust it to stay. And so I created a circumstance where it couldn't stay. Hashtag unemployment, right? You burn through the reserves, And so, while all the things came together to produce the desire, my emotional state prevented me from actually having the lasting sense of fulfillment and satisfaction that came with it, right? It was a lot of insecurity and fear. And I'm of the mind that I prefer that you enjoy what you manifest. (laughs) And so, the key there is then when you first notice that you're wanting for something, want being lack, The first thing I recommend is to stop talking about what you want. Talk about what you intend, prefer, and even desire is a way to say want with a little bit less. Desire has a definition that is to intend, right? Want is to lack. To intend is to bend the mind toward. So key distinction there. Reality for the most part, um, I'll put it this For most people, their world is exactly as they describe it to be, which means your language and your words are really important. So if you keep talking about what you want, what you're doing is creating a stronger reality of want, which means a stronger reality of lack. If you desire something, you can dictate for yourself that you're using it as intend. To intend, to direct the mind toward. So you're directing the mind and your focus toward having this 
you're energizing it what you focus on expands so you're expanding the possible reality of you having that phenomenon which you call manifestation so emotional harmony is key here right because it's not really useful for you to manifest a bunch of money if you're going to be miserable when you do I mean, maybe it will see like that might sound useful, but like most people manifest money with the idea that it will make them happy. So the key is to have happiness with or without the money and then to create an intention from a place of happiness that is for more money. Because then your continued happiness is in emotional alignment and harmony with your intention of more money. If you're happy all the time and you create an intention for money born out of insecurity, you're out of emotional alignment with that and you will not bring it to pass because you have an emotional unconscious connection to it that says this money is a source of insecurity and I'm feeling really happy. So if I got this money, I'd be insecure. So I'm not going to have the money because I'm being happy. I know that sounds so that might sound really ridiculous. However, if you get what I just said, you understand how that works, right? If you're resonating at a vibrational level of happiness and you birth the desire at a vibrational level of insecurity, those are out of harmony with each other. So you have to transform that desire, that intention into a resonance that aligns with your happiness. And the easiest way to do that is to just make intentions from the place of happiness. So how do you do that? Well, an easy way, if, if you dedicate the time for setting intentions, which I recommend you do, right? This is a great way to make sure for yourself that you're setting the right resonance, signing with the right emotional signature to dedicate the time for this. So if you do a gratitude practice, right? So you are coming from appreciation. You do, you do gratitude and then you go into your intentions. So maybe you write three or five things that you're grateful for. Like, Hey, I'm grateful for being alive, grateful for being aware of manifestation such that I can have more and do less. Isn't that wonderful? I can be more. Right, be more of who I am, be fully self-expressed. I'm grateful for being healthy, right? Whatever, whatever you're grateful for, the people in your in your in your experience. Just being true, authentic to yourself. What could you be grateful for, right? You could be grateful for releasing blocks. Right? I'm grateful to release any blocks, releasing anything that no longer serves me. Right? It's so nice to say, like, oh, I release what no longer serves me now. Hmm. <laughs> okay, so you're hearing. So if you get to that kind of resonance, right, that's what you're looking for. And so you have this gratitude practice, and then you go about and you set an intention. Right, So you're coming from gratitude into the intention setting process, meaning you've increased the likelihood that you're gratefully setting that intention. So whenever you go into gratitude, you're aligning with that manifestation. That is the power of harmony. You're getting on the same frequency emotionally of that which you prefer so that very quickly it can reveal itself to you. At least that is my understanding of it, right? So take that as it is. That is the keen perspective on this. Now, if you are wondering how to transform the resonance of an intention, like if you're looking back and you're like, oh, I man, I created an intention to manifest $100,000 and I was feeling financially insecure at the time 
now I'm feeling really happy. So I get how those two are out of harmony with each other. How do I take that manifestation and make it happy? Well, make a new intention, (laughs) right? So go into the place of happiness and change the dollar figure, right? You can make it less or you can make it a little bit more, but recommend, right? So if you said $100,000, go for 99, right? 